Welcome to the podcast, Leading and Growing Your Real Estate Business by Coach James Short. This podcast is designed to help you with strategies, insights, and ways to increase sales, build and lead high-performing teams, and ultimately grow your business. Your host, James Short himself, also shares some of his secret sources on how he helps his own clients achieve business growth quickly and easily. James has been coaching those in the real estate and property industry for close to 10 years now, and his clients keep on saying, since working with James, their results have been outstanding, giving them more money, time, and fulfillment. James is offering a free strategy call to those listening to see how he can assist you to take your business to where you want to go. Simply go to jamesshort.com.au forward slash strategy and book in a time today. Now on with the show. Hi, and welcome to another edition of Leading and Growing Your Real Estate Business. This is Coach James Short, and we are super excited for today's episode because we have got a very, very special guest. It's Michelle Kerr from Duet Property in WA. Well, she is a mover and shaker within the industry. The passion that she that she has with the clients and servicing uh, their properties is second to none. And just this goes towards shows through all her amazing achievements over the years that she's been within the industry. I'll share some with you with you some of those amazing achievements. She's been uh, in 2018. She was uh, rated by the REIWA as the top assistant salesperson. And get this: in 2015, 16, 17, and 18. She was the REIWA Grand Master. And in 2014, 15, 16, 17, and 18 years to date, she's Nedland's number one selling agent. Oh my goodness, do we have a top performer on the line for you today? So with without that, let's get her on online. Michelle, really appreciate your time and energy for today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. No, my pleasure. It's great to be with you. Wow, what an intro. I'm like, <laughs> love it, love it. So, like, that was a, a brief little intro, and you've had some, some, an amazing journey to, to date. Can you share with the listeners, I guess, some of that, some of that journey and how you got to, to where you are today? Because you've had some exciting news that have just, you know, over the last couple of weeks. But how have you, how have you got there? What have some of them been some of those milestones? Well, it's really interesting. I came into real estate quite unexpectedly and um, you'd be shocked to hear that I actually didn't really like real estate agents very much. I've been in property development and renovation for about 18 years and had lots of small businesses and I was about this far away from writing a book about how much I hated real estate agents. And a really good friend of mine um, at my previous company said, look, hey, do you want to come and do some work for us? I said, I will, but don't you ask me to sell because I hate you lot. <laughs> and, uh, within about five seconds of being in a real estate business, it was like being, um, you know, a kid in a candy shop. And I was like, actually, this is pretty good fun and um, just jumped straight in. Fantastic! That is so cool, and and I guess from those previous business experiences and and development property and so forth, you could really I guess draw upon that and and really utilize that with within the real estate business and just by connecting people and having conversations. Would that be fair to say? Yeah. Well, look, it's really interesting. I definitely think that the experience I learned, you know, to do with building and renovating and our codes and all that lovely fluffy stuff was great. But I really think it was the I had a list of 
probably about 10 things that I really was dissatisfied myself with in the industry. Gotcha. And that almost became my business model. Wow. Um, you know, little things like no one ever called me back. No one was ever straight with me when I asked a question. I felt that most people committed to way too many listings. I listed with someone, I got someone else. You know, all the things that you hear that people are dissatisfied with. And I thought, you know what? going to make that my business model so uh, you know I've been selling for six years now which isn't an awfully long time I feel like I've aged considerably <laughs> um, but no I really and it was actually really surprised me how quickly it took off applying those, those things well done and that's a, gr- a great testament of really understanding your market um, and also your own frustration from the other's Others' perspective. Um, obviously, over the six years, you've had some some ups and downs and lefts and rights, and you've you've come through the other side, which is fantastic. But what have been some of those, I guess, challenges that you've faced along the way that have really shaped you? That you've come through the other side, but you look back and go, "Wow, there were some cool lessons." What were some well, of them? Well, I think the great. I mean, like even when I do a lot of mentoring um, for younger agents now, particularly female agents. In fact, the beginning of this year, I started a networking group in WA called Women in Real Estate to support women and hopefully give some of those learnings. We've got about 500 people now in our group, which is wow. But the thing I probably say the most often to people is I think I actually probably came in a little bit too educated into the industry. I think sometimes you're at a better advantage if you know nothing. Um, And I came in going, you know what, I know what I'm doing. I've got this nailed. And really the first 18 months, most people are quite surprised to learn, I did dismally, absolutely dismally, because I was so busy being busy with things that actually did not add any value to my business. And it was actually, um, I tell Phil Harris this all the time, I was at a Phil Harris um, conference one day when I was about actually this this far from just chucking it in, to be honest. And, you know, he really, what he said that day really spoke to me and I thought, you know what? I am just hiding behind fluff and if I'm actually going to make, need to make a business out of this, I need to get serious about it and stop spending all my day designing flyers and actually get on the phone and meet people and connecting because you know what? Everyone's looking for that silver bullet. You know what? This is your silver bullet. There's nothing else. So you know, sure. this is your silver bullet. And um, the minute I had that epiphany, my business just went from zero to ten like it was insane. Really, that's so important. There were some huge gold nuggets just in that one piece, you know, like to draw upon that. And, and it's so true. People are looking for that silver bullet, but really it's, it's, it's staring you right in front of the mirror, right? And, and it's in your pocket usually as a, as a phone. There's some, some really like just get on and, and, and get stuck into it. Well, which I often is, say yeah. to people, you know, if I told you that if you could make, you make 200 calls a week and that's all you have to do for the rest of the year and by the end of the year you'd earn a million dollars. Would you do it? Totally. Totally. So why don't you do it? Everyone knows what to do yeah. and no one does it. And there is, if you look at all the top, you know, I mean, because comparison to what people earn over East, you know, WA, it's, you know, we earn meagre amounts compared to some of what the big writing agents do in Sydney and Melbourne. But, you know, we're all doing the same things. If you look at every top performer in every market in Australia, they're all doing one thing consistently and that's prospecting. Totally. Totally yeah. spot on. Totally spot on. Now, you've had some great wins along the way, right? You've had some some huge awards and some successes. Yeah. What are some of those standouts, the, those memorable moments over your career so far that you can go, wow, I was super proud and super excited about that win? 
to be really honest, the memorable moments haven't been about awards. They've probably been more linked to families. Yeah, nice. I'm one of those agents. Yes, I love winning awards. Um, I'm not a massive fan of self-nominated awards, um, but I, I mean, you know, they're great because they increase your brand and your status. But to me, the biggest awards, it's going to sound really cheesy, is probably some of the families that I worked with have been in really difficult situations. But if I had to choose an award that meant the most to me, probably this year winning the top agent in the state Um, because the last couple of years I've finished in the top two or three. Um, So to actually finally get that number one blazer this year was a massive achievement, not just for me because for my team because, like, we, you know, I don't do this by myself, obviously. Yep. And um, they were, we were just all so excited. It meant a lot to us. And it was a goal that we set at the beginning of last year that this year was, like, not negotiable. We were winning that, so... So good. That is so good. So let's talk about teams for a minute. Like, you know, the importance of teams, you know, you've, you've been within teams, you've managed teams, you're leading teams, you've seen teams in other businesses. Where do you see, uh, what makes up a, a, a winning or a championship team? And where do you think people fall down on creating these teams? I think people fall down because they always want to be the smartest person in the room. And I think mm. the five people sometimes that are smarter than you Uh, I'm really aware of what my shortcomings are. So I make sure I hire people that plug those gaps. Um, I don't want to have people that I can boss around. I want to have people that I can partner with. So in our team, I don't have an office. We all sit at the same type of desk. And, you know, our kind of motto in our team is like hashtag winning together. Like we don't, one person doesn't win at the expense of another person. We're all like, we're all in this game of life together and it's really understanding what motivates individual party teams, communicating with them really, really well. Um, I manage on the run, so I don't have one big meeting every month. Like we're managing on the run every second, every day. Um, yeah. That's so good. I think I think what you said about having, you know, not being the smartest person in the room but also identifying your strengths and also your weaknesses but and having everyone to work on their strengths is it such a critical factor, I think, where a lot of business owners and leaders fall down? I'm so bad at detail. In fact, I'm really glad <laughs> the doors closed because if everybody listened, <laughs> I am like, I am so good at pulling deals together and being the puppet master and negotiating. But my my team have learned how to speak Michelle's, which means like I could come in and go, look, I, what, what am I doing at 9 Brown Street today? And my assistant will mean, you go, you mean 17 Smith Street? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. So, like, <laughs> I just, yeah, I'm, I'm really bad at detail. So I've hired people who are OCD at detail. Perfect, perfect. So yeah. that takes a special type of leader, right? And I know which you are a special type of leader, but what do you think makes up some of those leadership qualities to run a, these a championship teams? And where do you think, most business owners fall down in that respect? Uh, no goals. Ah, good. Tell me more. Um, I just think that, um, you know, it's like getting in a rowboat on one side of the river and going, just getting in. If you don't know where you're going, you're just going to be rowing around in circles on the river, right? Yep. So we set very clear goals. Not too, I think we can get caught up in real estate. People actually can sometimes over-goal themselves. Yep. And too caught up with figures we've got some really clear figures around we consider appraisals our main driver of our business Mm -hmm. so we've got really clear goals around that and also I really encourage each of my staff like we do 
every six months, personal and career goals, spiritual and health. Mm-hmm. So it's not just about money. There's no point if you're earning a stack of money and you're sick as a dog and you're drinking three nights a week and smoking a pack of cigarettes. Yep. So um, I take a very holistic management process to my team. Right. Um, it's always what I've done in all the businesses I've had because I think winning in life is about a lot more than what you're putting home in your bank account every week. So, and, you know, different, different people achieve amazing results with different leadership styles, but definitely my leadership style is to be part of the team. And I can, I like to be led sometimes too. I don't always do all the leading in my team. Yeah. Very important point. Very important point. Cause then everyone can shine in different elements. Yeah. Yeah, and also I think why we've been really successful as a team is we've also had, um, we have a, like team agreements, like there's no gossip, there's no, if you've got a problem, don't come and speak to me about the problem unless you've already thought about a solution. Great. We don't whinge. We don't, we're always solution orientated yep. and we're also happy if something's not working, we'll tear it up and find somewhere better to do it. Like we really tear the business up every three to six months. Fantastic. And go, right, that's great. Yep. And now everyone's copying us, so let's move on and find a better way of doing it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, great. Totally, totally. So you've obviously developed these skills. You've you've maybe learnt these skills or you've just a natural-born leader. Who have been some of the, I guess, mentors, coaches or people of influence that have helped and shaped you to where you are today? That's interesting. I do a lot of reading. Like I probably read at least a book a week. Wow. And I listen to books when I'm in my car. So I've got a lot of people that... I respect and listen to that have inadvertently been mentors through just through their work. Yep. Um, but, you know, just in my general day-to-day life, um, my husband is actually amazing. He's the total opposite personality for me, which is wonderful. <laughs> He's very stabilising and grounding. I've got a great coach that I've worked with in Perth for the last four years called Ross Hunter. Great. One degree consulting and he's He's been a really, really good sounding board. And I've also developed some really good relationships with other women within the industry. So we, we're we trying to work together to build each other up rather than, you know, kind of cut across the industry instead of treating each other as silos, which mm-hmm. I think, you know, because of the nature of we're all competing for the same money you tend to do, yep. um, you know, trying to develop relationships where we can learn from each other because in the real estate industry is just man, is it changing? And it's just going through massive changes at the moment. And I think where you've, I guess, poured upon those resources um, consciously or subconsciously, they've all fitted into, I guess, your own values and your own beliefs because, you know, what you said around being more of the um, a balance and a holistic kind of a leader, really, you know, that really falls into networking with women within the industry, right? Because usually it's like dog eat dog out there, but hey, we can learn and we can grow from each other. Why don't we collaborate? Why don't we share rather than just... And we're all facing the same problems and we're all sitting yeah. silos wondering how to solve them. Totally. Spot on, spot on. So if you were to give someone um, who maybe is just starting out in their business or have had their business for a little while, what would be three pieces of advice uh, that you would love to, to share with those types of people? Um, well, I think regardless of whether you're an agent starting out or whether you are a business person, I think for first and foremost, goal setting. Because I think if you don't know where you're going, A, you're not going to get there, but how can you lead other people in a direction if you haven't haven't set that? Great. Um, 
Secondly, I think you need to have amazing systems and processes. Mm-hmm. And that is really lacking in the real estate industry. I mean, still today you see if someone gets recruited into the business, oh. they go, here's your desk. Here's, <laughs> here's your keys. <laughs> oh, six months has gone by. Why aren't you earning a million dollars? So I think you can't, like people don't, I mean, a couple of people probably are natural superstars and achievers, no doubt. Okay, because they're born with the right DNA and the right skill sets, etc. Most people aren't. But, you know, you can look at some of the superstars in the industry that will tell you stories about how just having good systems and processes um, led them to, down the path of success. The, the third thing um, I think that makes a successful real estate person is humility. Yep. And I think um, we fall into the trap in real estate that as soon as we... Um, earn a bit of money we think that we're solving the world's problems and we're not like there's no doubt we're performing an amazing amazing role in people's lives you know we're exchanging homes which is you know homes are the representation and embodiment of everything that's going on in our world but we cannot afford to take ourselves too seriously because then we start pushing into that area where we we are elevating ourselves and you know you start creating this arrogance around you and you know the big flashy car and all that sort of stuff, and I think, I think, I think in today's world, I think that's a massive turn off. So, yeah, so I love those three points. Set goals, have good systems and processes, and keep your head on straight. Love it, love it, love it. So, what's coming up for you? What's uh, what's the well, vision over the next six to twelve months? Oh my God! Well, as you know, um, I've just started my own agency. Yeah. Oh my God! Combination <laughs> of absolutely popping myself and being really excited. Yeah, I'm so honest. Um, <laughs> and you know, I border from mild anxiety during the day at the moment to massive anxiety. Um, but um, it's something that's really been in my heart for a long time to really um, create an agency that is really, really different. And I really feel that. We are doing that and I'm really excited. I mean, even our new office, um, I'd love to speak to you again in six or 12 months' time, you know, the office that we built and designed will not look like any real estate office you have ever seen in Australia. Fantastic. It is like seriously cutting edge and um, it's a represent. I mean, the name we duet is what we've called ourselves and um if you've seen our logo it says old new sales sold there's yours and it's representation the duet is a representation of the relationship between me and my clients love it and the consultative nature that it is and the office is going to represent that as well and the office is very much designed around being a place where people can come home to work Oh, beautiful. So, you know, people work long hours in real estate and I just think the traditional model of what they look and feel like, um, particularly I work in a high-end suburb, so most of the agencies in my area look very austere and very intimidating. Yep. And this um, office is is designed to look like a conversation between us and the community. So we're so excited about what the architects have come up with because it really embodies everything that we're we're trying to achieve. Wow. I can't wait to see can't wait to see it all. So how can how can the audience, how can the listeners get in touch and, and find out more and, and obviously follow your journey? Yeah, well look, um, we're really um, Instagramming and blogging um, the whole journey because a lot of people are very interested in what we're doing. Um, so you can on if you go to Instagram we're on Instagram as Duet Property and also our Facebook page as well, which is Duet Property. Um, they're probably the best ways because we are hugely active in social media. That's probably 
um, our, my team's greatest still skill set actually is I think we're probably leaders in the state of what we're doing in that space. So that's the best way to get in touch with us. Fantastic. Michelle, really appreciate your time, energy, your, your expertise and just your words of wisdom for today. So really, thank you very much. Thank you for inviting me and it's been a pleasure talking to you. Wonderful. <laughs>